along with us where the corn is popped and the throwback Thursdays never stop. It's a magical land not far away. All you have to do is just press play. So hop on the couch and close your eyes. Gonna party like it's 99. Join us, watch the movies of our lives with Blockbuster Wives. Welcome to Blockbuster Wives, where your two favorite 90s babies talk about movies from the era of a certain blue and yellow video rental store. I'm your host with the most Leafies, Shay Baby. And this is Stacy, not always kind, but always rewinds. And you're listening to Blockbuster Wives. Our last movie of Transformation Month. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, why is my eye stinging so bad right now? Oh, no. I'm like, did I get some of that buzz ball oh, in there? Yeah. Yikes. How far they fall. Oh, really, though? How the mighty have fallen. Maybe I have a cataract. Oh no! Shout out to it's our happening. First. It's oh, contagious. No. Just it's we shouldn't have rubbed eyeballs together. Uh, I know. <laughs> As God, we always what do we did in our recording. Just have fun. No, <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> That's the noise we'd probably make because we're both like slightly wet. <laughs> Anyways, that would be weird. <laughs> I'm just picturing it. That is very funny. Hello, Um, my love. Hello. How How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing well. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Thank you. Um, I have perhaps exciting news. I don't even know if I want to share it on here, but I will. Because maybe it'll be good to share to the universe, put it out there. True. Manifest that shit. There is a possibility that I will be signed to a modeling agency in Vegas. For those of you who don't realize, because you only consume Shay through your ear holes in the form (laughs) of this podcast, Shay is a gorgeous baddie. (laughs) And modeling agencies should sign her. Thank you. Yeah, it actually came up because, okay... So our, a friend of the podcast, Whitney, shout out to Whitney. Our photographer, she did the album art that you may be looking at as we speak. Yeah, she's a gorgeous, talented queen. And we were talking about our 2024s and like things that we want to accomplish. I made a vision board. I don't know if you do that. I've only made one. This is going to sound possibly more bratty than I intended to, but, uh, I went to one where it was just like magazines and I didn't yeah. feel like the magazines really had images that I was like going for. Fully understand. I can't do it that way. Okay. How did you do it? I did it through Canva. Uh, see, I think that'd be better if I could have like the whole internet at my fingertips. Yeah. I think my vision board would be a lot better. Cause I've done it that way too. And yeah, you're not bratty like, at all. There's just like, there's nothing in a magazine that I want right. to like emulate. Like shoes. Fuck it. No. Yeah. Or like care. a sparkle, like a star. Like there's certain items i guess in there that would be cute to add but like nothing that like i want to like again emulate or become at mm-hmm. all but that's why i do do it through like pinterest okay. and through <clears throat> uh, do you have the finished product is it shareable can i you can show, show you me? you want to see love it to see it sorry listeners yeah, sorry guys get to see. um i'm gonna show it to stacy right now Hold on, i bet it it's gorgeous but i was talking to her and we were talking about our goals like she was telling me hers i was telling her mine and so i showed her what mine were and so I was going over like all my different stuff and one of which is that like I like in my vision boards to include pictures of myself because it just like gives me a reminder like you like to put yourself into the vision that you see for yourself Mm -hmm. right because it becomes more real so there's certain like modeling pictures of myself and um one of my goals is I just really want to model more I just want to do more photo shoots I want to kind of push myself and anyway, I'm like taking the steps to do that because I used to do a lot more um, photo shoots back in the day, like right before pandemic times. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit and I really wasn't doing a lot. I did a lot of like self photo shoots. And now, anyways, I want to get back to it. So I was telling her that and I was like, and perhaps maybe get like signed to an agency because it'd be cool to get like paid for the shit mm-hmm. that I do all the time, like for free. Because I'm lucky enough to work with a lot of photographers who are like, no, I need a plus size girl in my like repertoire Mm -hmm. in my uh, portfolio yeah so like you know it kind of works out for both of us I have media to share on my socials I have content and they have someone to add to their portfolio and like works out for both of us but I was like it'd be cool to get paid for this shit so anyway um she was like oh my god like let's set up your portfolio blah 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 because she's again a photographer and so we were just chatting about that and she said you know I know someone that owns an agency. Hmm, and I was interesting. Like, huh? And it's an agency in Vegas. Oh, cool. And I don't think that she has any plus size models. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, interesting. So that Can't was like. Can't be doing that in today's age, okay? 
I like hello. Hello. Dude, you would get so much play. Yeah, you need a plus size baddie. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sick. Well, yeah, maybe we should build up my portfolio and then we'll get it popping, whatever, whatever. But then like two mornings later, she hit me up in the morning with screenshots of her and her friend that owns this mm-hmm. agency. And I don't know, I think she showed her pictures of me or whatever, but she was like, tell her to sign up here immediately. Oh my God. <clears throat> but to sign up, like to apply to be signed to an agency and stuff, mm-hmm. you need to take digitals and you need to have no makeup. Your hair needs to be all natural. You need to wear like a plain t-shirt just so that and jeans usually so they can like see your body oh how interesting and that's just that goes for like all agencies and so it says that on their little like application thing so i'm going to new york next week and so when i do go to new york my one of my best friends joj they're gonna take the digitals of me oh my god um how exciting i'm very excited about that cheers my queen cheers to that what an exciting opportunity i'm very excited obviously we're not going to tell anyone that stays between us, mm-hmm. us and our followers. But we may or may not have an update in next month. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I will let y'all see. know how it goes. But even if I don't get signed to this, which who knows, it's still a goal of mine that I want to accomplish. So either way, like me doing more photo shoots, me getting more content, me taking my digitals, me taking my like measurements and stuff. Right, getting all that stuff nailed down. It's all good. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited for that. And also, Joj cuts my hair. I don't trust anyone to cut my hair besides <laughs> me. Um and them, so they're gonna perfect. cut my hair and then we're taking. Oh the my gosh, so a little refresher. We love it. It's gonna be perf. But anyways, uh, thank y'all for your support. Appreciate you. That's all I got. That's amazing. Thank you. What a great start to the episode. Thank you so much. Wow, I'm very excited. We'll see what royalty. happens. We'll see what happens. My queen. Yes, we'll see. We'll see. Good vibes out there. Thank you, my darling. But yeah, okay. So the movie that we're gonna talk about. We mentioned in the last episode, it's certainly one of my faves from childhood, and I hadn't watched it in quite a while, but it's called Down to Earth, starring Chris Rock. Ooh, Chris and, Rock was so big in the 90s and early 2000s, like such a large character in our childhoods. Yes. Like, monumental. Yeah, monumental. So many movies. I mean, SNL for me. Mm-hmm. Just like... Yeah, I mean, one of the most famous comedians of our time. Yeah, so many amazing comedians that came out like right in the late '80s, early '90s, who still extend their careers now and mm-hmm. are just brilliant mm-hmm. for the most part. I love Chris Rock; he's so funny and so cool. Legendary voice, could recognize him. Oh my god, anywhere. Oh my god, yeah, like no one could replicate him. His energy, his mm-hmm. delivery, his voice, like everything is just so perfect yeah we did do one other chris rock movie before yeah with head of state head of state back in politics month um not last year but the year before that 2022 we've been doing this for so long so long literally for it'll be two years in june or in may at the end of may no early june just kidding Mm -hmm. it is yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah in only a handful of months it'll be two years wow how exciting one thing i didn't put on here which i should though is I really want to go to the last blockbuster. Oh, on your vision board. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We should yeah, make yeah. a podcast vision board. <gasps> so smart. That's what we'll do on okay, content on day. Content day. Cool. Uh, yes. You're so smart. But um what are we talking about? Oh yeah, Chris Rock. Yeah, he's just brilliant and so cool. And we love him. But if you want to jump right into corporate bullshit. Let's do it. Okay, Let, I got teach you. Teach me Let's some do facts. It. Corporate bullshit. Some bullshit. This week's corporate bullshit is brought to you by Skintegrity. Skintegrity is a love child of London the SD who got her start in the spa industry in 2010, starting as a concierge and eventually getting promoted to management. Since becoming licensed in 2015, she's worked at five-star resorts on the Las Vegas Strip and now runs her very own studio, Skintegrity. London is driven by results and five-star customer experience. We both can personally attest to London's angel hands and true expertise in all things skincare. When I was going to get married and wanted my skin looking right, London designed a treatment package that addressed all my concerns and made me a glowing bride. She has also given me a few facials in my day, and not only is she so focused on your experience while you're with her, but she also asks intentional questions and genuinely wants to understand your overall health and wellness outside of her studio. You can find London on Insta at LondonTheSD or SkintegrityNow.com. Mention BlockbusterWise and your first facial will be $105. That's over a 10% savings by mentioning the pod. 
Plus, you can mention Blockbuster Wives to get a facial for only $50 on Mondays with London's Apprentice Diamond. I've also gotten a facial from Diamond, and it was dynamite. Again, the name is Skintegrity, and be sure to mention the pod. Bye. Bye. Okay. So, where are, why can't I find, ah, there we go. Okay, so Down to Earth is a 2001 American fantasy comedy film. Directed by Chris and Paul Weitz, who, if you guys don't know who they are, they wrote American Pie and About a Boy. They're brothers, by the way. So they wrote American Pie, About a Boy. Um, Also, randomly, uh, Chris Weitz directed New Moon. Okay. Random. (laughs) Wow. And also... That's your favorite one, isn't it? Yeah. The Twilight Saga? Mm -hmm. Yep. So it like all makes sense. It's very odd. Very interesting. He also wrote the screenplay for the live action Cinderella. Oh my gosh, with Brandy? No. Sorry, not that one. I wish. The 2015 Cinderella. Who was even in that? I didn't see it. Um, I don't, I honestly don't remember her name. She was like some, not to be mean, but some like bland blonde lady who i i don't think oh, i've ever okay. seen her on anything else this bitch. let me see cinderella 2015 <clears throat> yes okay for some reason i thought it was earlier than that but i guess it is 2015 oh yeah i'm thinking of alice in wonderland yeah lily james yeah don't know if i've heard of her yeah i don't know if i've seen her in anything else. oh helena bottom carter's in it we love true she's also yeah, a- i feel like these movies come out and i'm like who is seeing them? She's also in Alice in Wonderland, too. Helena Bonham Carter. Mm, That's yeah, interesting. if ever you need a quirky dark princess, I guess. Yeah, they're like, please. She's your gal. Um, and also, he co-wrote Rogue One. Oh, my God. That's like one of my favorite Star Wars movies. Yeah, so he's like a baddie. He's got quite the range. Quite the range. I mean, he hit Disney, he hit Star Wars, he hit Twilight. Like, he's oh, all wow. about, I'm surprised he wasn't involved in any Harry Potter. Like, that's yeah, where he's at. Yeah, maybe he is, and we just missed it. Um, so he directed it with his brother, and then it was written by Chris Rock, Lance Cruther, Ollie Leroy, and Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. famously was my favorite comedian for a very long time, up until, ruh he did some really shady shit with his employees and other women comedians that yeah, were like... Yeah, he abused his power, which we don't like. No, very It could sus. have been worse, but it wasn't good. Yeah, it, like, it didn't... I don't think it makes him a bad person. It was just, like, really bad judgment, especially from someone who claimed to be so self-aware. That's the thing. It's like he propped himself up as, like, I'm the ideal man. I'm really thoughtful. I'm not like these other guys. And it's like, uh, well, you did ask people less power than you if you could jerk off in front of them at work. Yeah, like, to your employees. That's fucking weird. In a way where they might have felt like they couldn't say no because they were (laughs) at work. Getting paid by you? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a very... Odd thing. And like ever since then, I didn't think he was a bad person, but it just left such a bad taste in my mouth because I really did love like he did. He was so self-aware and he was so self-deprecating about so much shit that like and he was so vocal about it that I really respected him because I was like at least the points where like he knows that there's like some downfalls. He talks about it um, and he's like, oh, these parts are shitty. But like other than that, like blah, blah, blah. But this was almost just like, I felt betrayed. I was like, well, I yeah, trusted one you. thing, if someone isn't pretending like they're being super, super vulnerable mm. and like revealing stuff about themselves, but to have someone telling you like, no, I'm really open and vulnerable, but then you find out that they're like hiding this very big thing. And it's like, well, I guess you weren't being that vulnerable because you didn't talk about that. Yeah. And like everyone in a circle was like, yeah, that's like his thing. Like everyone knew that he did it, which is also weird. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you, that's your identifier. That's what you want people to remember about you? And it's like, like, I think it, to some extent, he was kind of hiding it. Like, he wasn't talking about it. No. Like, so, clearly knew. on some level, you knew you yeah. shouldn't have been doing it. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It's just, like, you know it's wrong, but you still did it. Like, that's shitty. So, I haven't watched any of his specials or anything in years. And he was literally my favorite comedian. Like, I would watch everything of his. I watched all of his specials. I watched all of his shows. I loved him so much. What I watched. What was the show called again? There was Louie. Okay. Um, which I love. That was like, and then there was, I think it was like Life with Louie or some shit like that. Mm. And it was a sitcom before then. Life with Louie. Mm. I don't know. Did he it, also play a comedian in these shows? 
yeah, so Louis was like his real life, like okay. exactly how his life is. Because right Pete now. Holmes has a funny joke where he's like, comedians are incapable of playing anything other than comedians. Totally. He's like, myself included. Pete Holmes had a show where he was a comedian. And he's like, why are we like this? It's so true. <laughs> They're like, I can't do anything else. Exactly. This is my whole entire life. <clears throat> and yeah, so anyway, I was just surprised to know that because I do know that he um, he helped write Pootie Tang. Tang, right? mm-hmm. which is hilarious and i haven't seen that one it's i do really need funny. to watch it it is truly so funny i did know that because i remember he, i think he talked about it in one of his specials and i was like really mm-hmm. but this one i had no idea wanda sykes in that one too yes mm-hmm. oh, okay mm-hmm. dude she's oh, we'll get to her she's so cool but yeah so anyway such a good fucking movie and it's based on a remake of the 1978 film Heaven Can Wait, which is also based on a 1938 play Whoa. called Heaven Can Wait. Wow. So it's been around for a long time. This I concept, think, okay. I think this is like the third iteration of it, technically. Mm. But um, yeah, so it stars Chris Rock as Lance Barton, which is so close to Lance Barton. Yes, it close. is. A famous... And honestly, like such a generic frat boy name, I feel. I'm like, Lance Barton? I know. I think they named him Lance because the other writer is named Lance. Okay, I was like, why is his name Lance? I know. He doesn't look like a Lance. No. Whenever I think of Lance, I think of like generic white dude. Yeah, like frat bro, visor upside down. You yeah. Know, like my name's blonde, Lance. Blonde, spiky hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Random as hell. Um, and basically, like, oh, well, I guess I'll go over the other stars in the movie. So, it's him, Regina King, who I fucking love so Gorgie. much. Mm-hmm. Gorgie Queen. Mark Addy, Eugene Levy King. Yeah, very briefly, but he's in there. Frankie Faison. Is that the uh, the Heaven show? Mm-hmm. The Angel okay. King. He's fine. Greg German. Jennifer Coolidge. Okay, real quick. The Jennifer Coolidge essence? I'm here for it. I'm so glad she's getting her flowers, finally. She's so good in everything she's mm-hmm, ever in. Mm-hmm. And she does kind of play the same role all the time. I For sure. I hear that. But it's so good. But it goes. And now and that I always want more of it. It makes sense that she's in this because these guys also wrote American Pie, which she's famously mm-hmm. in. And I think that's how she became, like, famous. Famous. Gotcha. Makes sense. Um, so, yeah. And then Chaz. Or, no, Chaz Palmin. Palmentieri, he plays King. Oh, okay. So I think Frankie Faison is, um, I think he's the other bad guy. I did Italian stereotype him. Yeah, I think he's the, well, I think he's the other, like, bad guy, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I'm not entirely sure, but anyways. They're in there, all right. They're fucking in there. And it was released February 16th, 2001. Wow, Um, pre-9-11. Yep. 87 minutes. Ooh, short and sweet. Short and sweet, just how we like it. The budget was $30 million, which surprised me. More than Freaky Friday. Yeah, more than huh. Freaky Friday. It truly surprised me. Maybe because they're filming in New York? Yeah, probably. Probably upped the budget a lot. And then their box office was 71.2. Okay, respectable. So over double. Respectable. They killed it. Not a smash hit, but did well. Did really well. And then I didn't write a plot, but I guess I'll go off the top of the dome Woo, like Stacey did last this. time and then we gotta do Bechdel test oh yeah okay let's do Bechdel test first I think it I don't think it passes I don't think so either because the only times I can think of when women were talking to each other was when the two housekeepers were talking multiple times but, but it was about a man which means it fails the Bechdel test right and then Wanda Sykes and Regina King are talking to each other but Again, it's about a man because mm-hmm. she's like, you're bringing in strays. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Maybe that's it because Jennifer Coolidge doesn't talk to anybody. Gina King doesn't really talk to anybody. Wanda Sykes doesn't really talk to anybody. Yeah, the only time she... Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, it yeah. doesn't. I think it's uh, not a pass. It doesn't, unfortunately. Dun, not dun, dun. But not a surprise for like this type of movie at this time. Yeah. Male-led movies at this time didn't really worry too much about the interior lives of the ladies. They didn't give a fuck. Um, Okay, so the movie synopsis that I can come up with is Lance, a struggling stand-up comedian, um, quite often gets booed off stage, but he believes in himself hardcore, and he has a manager that believes in himself, or 
He believes in himself hardcore and his manager believes in him. And he finally gets a chance to perform at the Apollo in this like competition for stand-up comedians. But that night, he gets killed. And when he goes up to heaven, he realizes, along with these two angels that he meets, that that was a total mistake and he wasn't supposed to die at that time. Well, and did he even die or did Eugene Levy like snatch him before the car hit him and they're like, he didn't actually die or something? No, he died. Okay, you're right. Yeah, yeah he, he did die. But he like, fully he died. He got run die. over by a truck when he mm-hmm. was on his bike. So he dies, goes up to heaven. They realize it was a fucking mistake and they're like, shit. And so they're like, okay, to make it up to you, we have to put you in a body before anyone realizes that this person is dead, okay? So we'll put you in a body for a short amount of time until we find you a full-time replacement body. A suitable body. Yeah. So his, like, temp setup is he gets uh, the body of a man who is a rich, like, bajillionaire who is a fucking asshole and he realizes he has an opportunity to help out this woman that he has a crush on in this particular dude's body. And um, he finds out a lot about himself and makes his life better and ends up getting a chance to still succeed at his big dream mm-hmm. to stand up. Lovely. Thank you. Lovely. I tried. Um So yeah, that's corporate bullshit. Wow. Oh, wait, no. no I wait, still have to do not. Rotten Tomatoes. We need Ebert and Rotten Tomatoes. Ebert didn't even rank it. <gasps> Ebert. Like, Shame. fucking Ebert. And the ratings are some of the worst I've seen. For Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Oh, boy. The critic score is 20%. <laughs> Why do they hate it so much? They fucking hate it. They just said it was a limp script, which I disagree with. Limp script. That's an interesting way of putting it. <clears throat> And I really don't agree. Yeah, I'm like, what does that mean? I don't I don't think so. I don't either. I think it's really funny and really thoughtful and, like, very sweet. Mm-hmm. So I don't get it. And then the audience score is 40%. Oh, man. So just, like, bad news. But not that much right. lower than fucking Freaky Friday. Yeah. Which was, what, 57? This is 40? Yeah. Do people not like body swap movies out I there? I guess not. Our generation does. I think it's because all the people in these positions are older who are like, this shit stinks. This guy stinks. And we're like, this shit is. This guy stinks. (laughs) But we eat this shit up for breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. We get it. And that completes corporate bullshit. Very interesting. And Ebert just couldn't, couldn't be bothered, huh? No, not at all. Which I don't, again, do not get. Movie made almost $100 million. And he goes, me. And he's like, eh. Yeah, I look, he rated so many other of his movies, but he just didn't mm. do this one. So strange. Okay. I know. I was like, he probably oh, wouldn't have liked it. That's weird. Like, he did um, Head of State. Yeah. He gave it three stars. Yeah. So, I'm like, uh, down strange. at Earth is, whatever. Whatever, I don't get it, but it's fine. So, yeah, maybe we should talk about the Apollo. I was going to say, I, I was thinking watching this, I don't, it would take a lot for me to perform at the Apollo. I'd be so nervous. I would be. Would you do it? I would do it, but I'd be terrified. It'd be so, just knowing there's a dude who might fucking yank you off stage any minute if people boo too much, and they will boo you. I would be, it, it would be iconic for me to do it, which mm-hmm. is why, the only reason why I'd do it, just for, like, the bit and the idea of, like, yeah, I performed at the Apollo one time. Would it scare the absolute living oh. shit out of me? One majillion, I'm making up another number because it doesn't even make sense. Like, that would freak me out. Because I feel like all the tips that people give you for public speaking or public performances are always like, presume the audience loves you or just go in there thinking that everyone's happy to see you. You can't fucking do that. No, because people are like, people want you to fail. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like, yeah, they kind of want you to. Like, that's part of the read you like a book. Even those two, I love that they depicted these two women in the balcony mm-hmm. because they're like the what are they the hecklers mm-hmm. it's so funny they're like the conscience of the audience yeah they're the muppets like they're yes. the fucking hecklers it's hilarious mm-hmm. um i would do it but i'd be nervous as fuck to do it but i'd probably go in thinking this is just for a bit no one's gonna like it like true. in my mind i would think that so that like i wouldn't be disappointed true like i'm just gonna try to prolong the booing just a little bit they yeah. will boo me but it's yeah. okay like, I truly wonder, like, who they haven't booed that, like, is a newcomer. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Like, I'm sure... A little bit of hazing going on. I, I'm sure it is part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a noob. Like, I don't know. Maybe they just see them as weak. They can smell them out. I don't know. Pretty crazy. And I was <clears> like, <throat> I wonder how many times he had performed at the Apollo at this point. 
And um, he did record one of his biggest specials, Bigger and Blacker, at Apollo, which had come out like a few years prior. Oh, okay. So I thought it was fun that he like revisited this part of town that's like super important to him, a super important venue, and and made it that he like sucked at it. That's really cool. Because you know what? He probably, yeah, I mean, he started stand up like in the 80s. Like Mm -hmm. he had been doing it for so long. Even before he got, he got. Wasn't he like 15 years old or something when he did his first stand up? You know, probably. I think I remember reading that. Like, he was super young. A lot of these dudes are really young. Even Seth Rogen, he was 13 when he oh started stand-up. 13. That's wild. What? Like, his parents didn't give a fuck. They are like, yeah, we'll drive you to clubs in the middle of the night. What? That is wild. Yeah, they didn't My care. parents would laugh. I know. Ha ha. Have fun getting there. They drive you to a bar so I could do a quick, tight five? Hell no. Yeah, and his parents, like, he was like, I'm not going to finish school. And they're like, okay. Like, they're, like, super hippies. Can, like, <laughs> Canadian hippies. I see where he gets it. I know. They, like, truly don't give a fuck. Is he a Nepo baby? Are they entertainment Hollywood people? No. Oh, but Jonah Hill's family is, right? Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. He's not, but, yeah, his... I mean, he was, like... I, I think he came from, like, a pretty privileged house. Like, I don't think they, like, grew up poor. Mm-hmm. But, uh... No, his, uh... Yeah, Jonah Hill's definitely a Nepo baby. For sure um go figure but a lot of these dudes yeah start out super young even um adam sandler too he was really young when he started i think he was also like 15 or 16 he looks like a baby when he joins snl yeah well he was he was one of the youngest him and pete davidson um and then i guess well let me do the math here i think chris rock was 65 he was born in 65 Mm -hmm. and then he started in 90 i'm bad at math so he's 25 Mm -hmm. okay so he started he was in snl from 90 to 93 Okay. So, pretty young, though. Pretty young. Like, that's, I mean, incredible, honestly. Um, So, like, the show that they were trying to depict, I think, of um, him, like, going in and, like, trying out his bits before he got booed, is every Wednesday they do an amateur night. Mm. And that's when, and that's, like, been going on for, like, 70 years wow like a long fucking mm-hmm. time it'd be so fun to go as an audience member too i know i was thinking that i'm like, like that i'm would ready be to go fucking ham really really cool um yeah it's been running for at that point it'd been running for over 70 years wow in harlem right yeah that's so cool yep um and it was funny because in the movie his manager is like talking up about him and then he's like yeah anything can happen like they create a new boo that's silent and just, like, so many one-liners of, like, he knows he's going to get booed, but he doesn't mm-hmm. care. And he's going in, like, with a really good attitude, and this is very cute. Yeah, and you find out later, like, he's trying to secure, like, a spot mm-hmm. for a big show. Yeah. And so he's, like, very determined to get his time in. Yeah. He's like, I need to I need to practice. I need to go in. I need to be at this club. Da, 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 da. And it's wild that that's how stand-up comedy works. Like, I know a lot of stand-up comedians get kind of, like, elitist, and I get it. About like um like TikTok comedians mm-hmm. or like social media comedians. Yeah. And they're just like, there's nothing like going into a place with real live people staring at you and mm-hmm. having to practice your material over and over again and you can't edit it. And it's like such a crucible. And it's they're like, it changes you. It totally changes your material. It changes you as a person. And it's like, yeah, it's such an important process that people have to go through and it's so hard. I agree. I think it's like the way that I kind of was thinking about it last night <clears throat> was I was like, I would compare it to the freestylers of the world. Like the people mm. who do in real life stand up and have worked their fucking way through, I would compare them to freestylers because you have to have so much practice. You have to have big old cojones. Oh yeah. You have to fail a lot before so you actually much. get to a place where it's like, Actually, I'm doing okay. Mm. But, like, you really have to get your ass beat kind of in whatever way that is before you actually are like, you know what? I'm okay at this. And I can see why freestylers of the world who have been doing this shit their whole lives and were standing on, like, street corners, like, Mm. practicing this shit as children who've worked their way up to being famous, I can see why they would be like, what the fuck is up with this fucking guy who is just, like, getting people to write for him? Yeah, with ghostwriters and shit. Like, what do you even do? Yeah. So I can see what, like, and I think... Both art forms are really important, but I can see why the freestylers and the stand-ups of the world are like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, we is not the same. No. And, it, <laughs> and you know what? It's not the same amount of glory. Mm-hmm, no. Because, like, it's just not. Like, you, you, I'm sure you wouldn't feel that high of being like, 
I worked for the shit so hard. And or I'm just here. like the live feedback, which makes it scary, but it also makes it pay off. Right. It's like big risk, big, big reward. Yeah. So I can see why that would be jarring and annoying for, you know, again, these freestylers and stand-ups. But yeah, like a lot people have to like work really fucking hard to get mm. their way to be like a famous comedian mm. like you have to oh, work yeah. your fucking ass off to oh be my there God, it's so hard even just to get like a regular spot at anywhere yeah it's like <laughs> it'll take a few years and it's like cool making no money awesome cool 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 yeah or like to even be a traveling comedian like a warm-up act is like fucking yeah. hard yes or like even to go on tour with anyone and like a lot of people may not know your name like yeah i don't know it's like they again they really get their ass beat so much for a lot of the time very little reward but like i'm sure it feels so like it's just a high that they're always Mm -hmm. chasing they're chasing the dragon of making people laugh right i do think it's like almost like a compulsion like they they can't imagine doing anything else so it's like it sucks but because they're so drawn to it and called to it it's like what are you gonna do what else could you do yeah and i really enjoy comedy i've always really really especially stand-up um which is why, like, even though Seinfeld, like, I don't respect him as a human being. <laughs> we disagree with probably mm, 90% of what that man thinks. But I do love his show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, mm-hmm. because you get a really big insight. Because it's two comedians just talking to each other about the game, you know? And it's really cool to see from, like, so many different perspectives, like, how they started, what they think about it. Um, just like who influenced them and like how long they, like, I don't know. It's just so cool. And Chris Rock has an episode. Highly recommend that one. Also shout out to the Eddie Murphy episode, which is the longest episode he has. Oh, really? So good. Yeah. Cause they started at the same comedy club on the same night and they would work like the same gigs. Oh, in so New York. they're like good buds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they go way, way, way back. <clears throat> but yeah, I just... Anyway, I, I just felt the need to bring that up. Cause yeah, it's and it's interesting cool. that there are, like, different regional scenes. Like, all the Chicago comedy guys know each other, and all yeah. the New York comedy guys know each other. Yeah. And I'm sure all the Vegas ones know each other. There's mm-hmm. so much stand-up here in Vegas yeah. that, like, I actually don't take advantage of very often, but I should, because yeah, there's, there's like always... hella comedy clubs here. So many. So many comedy clubs. So many... And so many, like, small joints that do, like, open mic nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. We should go to some, actually, now that we I'm thinking should. about it. That would be fun, because we both love stand-up. But anyway, this is a part of the reason why I love this fucking movie so much, because I love stand-up, and I love when people are talking about stand-up. And he has really good analogies throughout the movie of, like, it's like a boxing match. Mm-hmm. Like, it's me versus the audience, and, like, mm-hmm. you never know who's going to win. And, like, and I really did like that a lot, because that is not something that happens in Head of State. He right. doesn't really, like, get into comedy at all. No. Which is weird, because a lot of his roles are him doing right. that, so... Right. But yeah, I loved how it started off and ended with the Apollo. I thought that was a cool circle. Yeah, it's really cute. Also, this is maybe the movie where someone dies so, like, the earliest out of anyone. Yes. Like, not even ten minutes in, he he croaks. Because <laughs> he's Gonzo Burrito. Yeah, he's Gonzo Burrito. And I love that Heaven is run, like... A Vegas nightclub. A, a Vegas nightclub in the 70s and 80s, like, mobster run. Like, it's so fucking cool. And ch- that Chaz guy, who in the movie, his name is King, he is so fine. Like, mm, he is. on a different level. He is. He's just suave. He's smooth. He knows what's up. He's like, come on in. This is my fucking place. Yeah, he's like, hey, join us. Oh, we made a mistake. That's fine. We'll get you in the body. You're good. I'm like, damn, you're hot. Like, I would feel very comforted if I went to heaven and this was the broad. Me too. I'm like, this is how I picture heaven, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, so do they just like gamble and chill all day? I guess? Gamble, fuck, drink, Have smoke, a cocktail. eat, shrimp cocktail. <laughs> I'm like, there's no children. Yeah, did you notice that? Mm-hmm. No kiddos. <laughs> um... Also, this movie made me, like, watching it again made me realize Chris Rock was absolutely one of my first crushes. Oh, really? One million. And Jennifer Coolidge in this movie made me feel things. Oh, really? Yeah, like, the parts where, like, she was like, oh, yeah. And, like, they're, like, making out and she's, like, basically riding on the other guy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, like, wow, I like this. I'm like, I love this. I also do love that his introduction to his future body is like, well, he's dead because his wife and her bae uh, killed him. Murdered. And so no one knows it but them. So if you come back, what are they going to say? And I love that his first line to them is like, 
I know y'all tried to kill me. <laughs> yes, and like, and that's what? why I heard I'm an asshole. And mm. he's going into it very like chill. Like, hey. Very chill. I get it. And it's he's fine. like, I forgive you. You all keep doing whatever you gotta do. Okay. Yeah, you guys just don't have kill fun. me. I'm doing my just thing. Don't kill me. Yeah, just don't kill me. Leave me alone. I'll leave y'all alone. Mm-hmm. You're good. Um, also Wanda Sykes gets introduced very quickly and she's one of his housekeepers in the movie. She is so fucking funny. Mm. So fucking good. Unbelievably so. The part where she was like, he's like, you don't like me very much because he overhears her talking hella shit about him. And she turns around. She's like, no, Mr. Wellington, I like you just fine. But she can't stand your ass. <laughs> and then she starts going off and I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Oh, so good. Can you imagine like an old white dude coming out after you think that he's dead and he's like, tiger, tiger, vote, y'all. Like, she screams at the top of her yes. lungs. Makes sense. Yeah. And like, and then he's like macking on Regina King. And they're like, like, what's going on? How you doing? On? His wife is like, yeah, she's like, please stop. But she literally tried to kill him and like, fuck mm-hmm. the other guy. So uh, when some of you lose them. I wrote the TV scene made me die. Oh, I know what I'm talking about. When, like, he's, like, walking through the house and he's yes. discovering all the rich people shit mm-hmm. and the TVs that, like, follow him and how he's, like, and he's, like, trying to test it, doing, like, the wave with his body and, like. Like, what we would all do. Yeah, and he's, like, stank-facing it. Oh, my God, that used to kill me as a kid. I used to rewind that shit over and over again. And I love how he's, like, calling out channels and then he goes, BT, and they're, like, not, not found. found. <laughs> he's, <laughs> like, like ah. Mm-hmm. Of course. And all he wants to do is watch fucking BET and mm-hmm. see who... Wait. So he has to go to, like, the staff TV. And that's where he finds out that the butler is not English, which we reference in our Jack Frost episode. Yeah, because I remember being like, wait a minute, he has an English accent? I thought he didn't. Anyway. Also, the soundtrack is so good. Gin all amazing juice. soundtracks, really. Really, this Incredible. whole month. Mm-hmm. So good. All different in their own ways, but all fucking bringing it. Uh, yeah, like Gin and Juice, and then Rough Riders Anthem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is one of my favorite scenes. Yo, when he's in I the know, bodega. it is too good. <laughs> and he forgets that he's in a white man's body. And then <laughs> and she's just like... rapping the unfiltered lyrics, and he gets his ass beat. <laughs> Rightfully so. And she's he's like, what happened? And she's like, what if I went in there? Whitey's going to die. Whitey's going like, to ride. You might get a record deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's just so charming and so mm-hmm. cute. And my first introduction to him, actually, mm-hmm. besides SNL, mm-hmm. he was in Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was obsessed with him then. And I was like, mm-hmm. who is this mm-hmm. fine-ass man? And then, yeah. Anyway. Fucking love him so much. Um... And I realized a lot of dudes from Tommy Boy are in this movie. Like, a lot of, like, mm. random... Um, Minor like, characters. Yeah, like, businessmen. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the businessmen in the meetings mm-hmm. are the same businessmen mm-hmm. that are in the meetings for Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, his monologues, like, the political monologues were very similar to Head of State, which I thought was funny. Very true. It's funny that he does play that character. Yeah, he sounds like a lot of politics. That's interesting. Like, I love when he's railing about the hospital. What did he, what did he say about, like, you got a bullet in your head. We'll take you. That's our new policy. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he makes, like, up a rhyme about something. I, I can't I, remember what it was. But he's like, if you got shot, well, something. Or, I can't remember the what head, it is. We won't let you be dead or something, or something if like you, that. Oh, yeah, if you get shot in the head, we'll give you a bed. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Which, and they're all like, oh, no. And it's like, Jesus. It's like, are you fucking serious? Right? Like, that should be the policy. Like, that should literally, we shouldn't even have to discuss this, but okay. The way that they have some people dancing in these scenes is so bad and, like, not how people dance. No. Like, in some yeah. of, like, the bar scenes where, or, like, the rap show scenes or whatever, people are, Even like... the heaven oh, stuff is, oh, like, oh, this oh. is awkward. Like, they look like Sims. Yeah, they don't or, look like, like, at the people. rap show that Eugene Levy goes to and it's, like, ugh. The, no, and awkward. that was the dancing that I was mostly referring to was because they're, like, uh, 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 uh. I'm, like, that's not how anyone dances, Don. <laughs> like, no one dances urban like that. dancing and that's what they call it. Like, I'm a Sim. Like, fuck off. I don't have a lot of notes for this. Um, I don't either because I think I was trying to pay too much attention because I've only seen this movie once before. Right. So, like, I forgot a lot. And I was honestly a little lost and confused by all the rules. Like okay. the magic rules. Because he dies, not early, but he as he dies as the white guy, like, faster than you'd think. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, where is this going to go? And he's just shot by who again? Like, his enemies or something? The hospital people? So the, not um, Jennifer Coolidge, but the other guy, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, I forgot, he hires someone to assassinate him. 
But don't like, the hospital but, people, like, help him or something because, like, he's losing his money or whatever? Yeah, because he was part of that board. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. That's right. They're like, take care of him. Yeah. So then he dies. And I was like, okay, well, this is interesting. Like, what's going to happen now? And then they say, like, he has to get a different body, but then they end up putting him back as the white guy, right? No. 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 But I could tell you how it goes. But, so, the, but the reason I got confused is because they're like, at first he goes back and he does remember everything. Yeah. As who again? So the first, so he remembers everything as Charles Wellington because that was always going to be temporary. Right. So they're like, this isn't your full, like, true body, so you will remember everything up until you're, like, settled and you're, like, body forever. Right. And they say, you will still be you. You just have a different body. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, the, he basically said... Yeah, so for that scene, yes. And then when he gets assassinated, because they're like, this was always temporary. Mm-hmm. We always knew that in this body you were going to die mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. So it's only a matter of time. With the Joe guy, the guy he ends up being, like mm-hmm. the last guy he ends up being, mm-hmm. they were like, okay, well, this is your brand new body for the rest of your life. So your soul will always remain the same. Mm-hmm. But you are Joe Guy, so you're not going to have any memories from being Lance. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have any memories or, from being Charles okay. Wellington III. This is you. So, like, your soul still remains intact, but none of your memories will. Okay, and I think that's why I was confused. I was like, wait, so is it his soul or not? Because they're like, you will be Joe Guy. And he's like, but I thought I was still me. And they're like, no, not anymore. And I was like, well, which one is it? I think what they probably mean is, like, because we're all connected and reincarnation is like real in this realm and in, in this movie that like someone's soul can just like weave through all these bodies, mm. but they don't have the memories attached to like that soul. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. But, so essentially he does fall in love with Regina Hall and she loves him back yeah. as white guy. And then he dies and then he starts over as Joe guy, which is a hilarious generic name. I know. And it just so happens that luckily Joe guy has also been working at the Apollo and honestly been a little bit more successful. Yeah. He has. Life. Everyone likes him. Mm-hmm. That's why like, trust me, I have a good feeling about this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm not going to know her. I'm not going to know this guy. I'm uh-huh. not going to know anybody. The saddest part. The about- manager. The manager. I want to talk about that too. Cause the manager experience is losing Lance yeah. and then having Lance come back as the white guy and say like, I'm Lance. Mm-hmm. And, and he had to prove it. And he had to prove it. And then he like recognizes that the same thing is going on with Joe guy, but Joe guy's like, who the hell are you? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's really devastating. But he saw it, like, in his eyes. He was just like, you're a good kid. Like, he just knew that there was something about him that he was like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. we can, I'll fuck with this kid. What, but this this time viewing it made me think, like, when I watched that part specifically with his manager and him and how he was like, okay, let me think of something that he knows only I Mm -hmm. know. What would be your thing for me? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's hard because we have this podcast. I know. And we've told so many stories. I know. But I'm trying to think of a story we haven't told that no one would be able to know. I know. That's a, I was trying to think of that, too. And I'm thinking of all these stories that we've shared. It'd be something that I can't bring up on the pod. I would. I think I know what it is, <laughs> but I'm not going to bring it up. But yes, I have a couple ideas in mind. Uh, right, of what I but there's secrets. There's secrets for a reason, you guys. <laughs> but at least we both are on the same mm. wavelength. At least we have one, because I was like... At the time, I couldn't think of one. But now, I think I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. So then we have one. Good, because if I ever get reincarnated... Uh, yeah, we need to know these I want things. you to know who I am. So smart. So it w- smart. It was a very cute... Because we've talked about reincarnation before, because mm-hmm. I think that it would be a cool way to go. Mm-hmm. And I think, if you think about the idea of reincarnation, it kind of gives you... It kind of makes you more empathetic right. of people. Like, there was this theory I read about years ago. It's called, like, the egg theory. And I don't remember where the egg part comes in. But egg, basically, like E-G-G? Yeah, like oh. an egg. And it's, like, a big story that I had to read from top to bottom. But essentially, it's basically about reincarnation. And it's, like, you have been everyone that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all, like, the same soul, just at different times. Mm-hmm. Which I think that move, I think that was kind of, like, highlighting. Mm-hmm. I think, like, that's what Down to Earth was kind of highlighting. And, like, once I read that, it gave me a lot more empathy for people's situations because I was just like, 
I don't know, when you think of things in terms of, like, some people might have seen me on the worst day of my fucking life, and I was, like, cranky that day, and they're like, she's a fucking bitch. And it's mm. like, no, I was having a really fucking bad day, and I'm actually, mm. like, a cool guy, you know? And given my, like, circumstances and what happened that day, this is what made me who I was in that moment. And, mm. like, I don't know. It just gave me more empathy, I think. Yeah, I kind of think of it like, um, like The Sims. Yeah. Like, you have a consciousness that wants to play many different roles. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, you're just a piece of the universe trying to see what it's like to be you for a lifetime. Yeah, exactly. And that same piece could go back to the pool and try something else out. Yeah. The universe experiencing itself. Mm-hmm. Through us. Exactly. Little sims or avatars. <clears throat> but yeah, in, in all of those, like, instances, it kind of, like, has the same overall message, which is, like, you know, we are all connected no matter mm-hmm. what. And also, like, energy doesn't die. Mm-hmm. So where does that go? It multiplies. Yeah. So. Deep, bro. Yeah, we're getting so deep, mm-hmm. you guys. I also like the concept that the Greeks always talked about that, like, any stranger could be a god in disguise. Mm-hmm. I just like if we still rocked with that, it would be a lot nicer to people. True. Or the unhoused. Or a lot of different people. Prisoners. Yes. You know? Yeah, like But in we just Bedazzle. have abandoned that idea altogether, and we're like, no, fuck them. They're exactly where they deserve to be, and they did it themselves, and we hate them. Exactly. Like in Bedazzle, they did a really good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, the literal other prisoner he was in with mm-hmm. was like God or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fucking dope. And that used to be like a, like a well-trafficked idea and talked about a lot, and people actually like lived like that. Yeah. Like, if a stranger showed up at your door, you fucking took care of them, because you don't know who they are. Totally. It's it's sad, but I, I'm glad that we we obviously know that there are people like us who believe that, too. Mm-hmm. I think the people that don't the most, I'm, I hate to say it, but it's like, the most religious people I know are the people that are the meanest. Biggest hater judgers. Biggest haters, biggest, haters, biggest judge, judgment holders, like so mean everything is for me and not for you like withholding just like not generous and it's like who's this person that you look up to so much mm-hmm. like i'm not seeing a whole lot of jesus cristo in any of this no i'm not seeing any christianity up in this mm-hmm. bitch whatsoever that's interesting mm-hmm. that this is what you preach all the time yeah, but you're like christians who believe in the death penalty i'm like i don't understand you at all do you 0%. really think jesus would support the death penalty no, no. We all no. know he wouldn't. He wouldn't. We he all got know he wouldn't. Penaltied. He would actively be like, "This is fucked." They executed him. Yes, he wouldn't be down for it. Exactly. He'd be like, "Uh, actually, I see how this goes." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no thanks. No, and also <laughs> I th- like it's cool for me because I got to resurrect three mm. days later. But uh, all y'all <laughs> wouldn't be like, it's just so stupid. It it's horrible. Mind. It's like, wow, I don't. Okay. Guess you don't actually believe any of that stuff. Good to know. Yeah, good to know. That's why I don't listen to any fucking thing you ever fucking say. Mm-hmm. Cool. There are people that are like us that strongly believe that that's all wrong as fuck and that we all should be there for each other. Hello. Mm-hmm. And ironically, we're not religious whatsoever. Mm-hmm. LOL. Anyways. But those are all the notes I have, I actually. Have any more notes either. Let me double check. Okay. But just to tie it all down, basically he does help. Oh, so I like, did say he oh, yeah. stalks her at at the end, and at this time it was considered cute and funny. When what? When he's like stalking her as the old white man. Yeah, he's like not cool, yeah. not respecting boundaries, being very creepy. He calls her like ten times in a day or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, he- <laughs> cute. And that was a big problem at this time. Yes. Men could be complete creepy stalkers, and it was like, he likes me. Yeah. You should be grateful. Exactly. Like, all the messaging we got when we were kids was like, oh, if someone is mean to you, they like you. If someone, like, stalks you, then that means they're, like, really trying, and you should give them a chance. I should give them a chance? You should be so lucky to have so much attention. It's like, this is not attention. Not all attention's good. No. No. Period. A lot of attention fucking soaks, yeah. and it's scary. Yeah. That's the part of the movie I didn't like, but yeah. it's also, like, to be expected of this era, unfortunately. Yeah. Because it is such a big, like, no, no, he's just proving how, like, dedicated he is to you. It's like, no, he's projecting a fantasy onto me. He doesn't know me at right. all. It's like, what men do in their love? It's like, okay, but what about me? Yeah, and also, he, no offense, he was an old white man who was, yeah. like, stalking her. That'd be fucking scary as shit, especially someone so, like, like rich and powerful. Yeah. That's scary. Very scary. But yeah, the movie is really cute, and he is really, like, the chemistry between them is really sweet, like, on their, like, non-date where they go to, like, get hot dogs and they're walking around and all that. It's really cute, but Mm -hmm. before then, very creepy. Very odd. Don't like. Yeah, no me gusta. No me gusta. 
other than that, delightful movie, very <clears throat> of its time in some ways, but also very funny. Very funny, very great soundtrack. Um, super good message. Mm-hmm. Like it made very me, it makes message. you feel like hopeful, and it kind of ties everything together at the very end. Like they're all still together, and they're like a family yeah. somehow. And playful about death, which I think is fun, especially yeah. for a comedy. Kinda very like important. Bedazzled. I was just telling someone about um the party that you wanna have about death like your oh death party. yeah the death party where you do a will you do you figure out what you want just in case you know take care of business yeah you like dress in all black and make it almost like a funeral but it isn't because in our culture specifically we're like very weird and like no no about talking about death but like mm-hmm. it's incredibly important it's something that like ties us all together mm-hmm. like so one thing we all got in common yeah that we all gotta eat we all gotta die mm-hmm. despite the elon musks of the world's desires to live forever as of now we're all equal okay yes we are so in 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 with that in mind it's important to think about death in a lot of different ways because we're all going to face it at some point not just within ourselves but like the people that we care about yeah which is a real bummer which sucks but like i was talking about that party and they were like that is so fucking cool and i was like we need to do that because that is such a good idea thank you yeah when this house gets put back together we'll start planning hey sounds good to me well, would you like to do some trivia? Oh, I would love to. Okay. All right. Question one. Who did Eugene Levy make wait for a table because he didn't have a jacket? Frank Sinatra. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck who it is. He's freaking Frank mm-hmm. Sinatra. <laughs> Where did Mr. Wellington first die? In the bathtub. Yes. He drowned. My worst nightmare. Okay, this one's really hard. I don't know why I did this. This okay. is kind of mean. <laughs> What's the first venue Chris Rock tries his new body out for comedy? I don't know why you would remember what it's called. Um, his new comedy? Like his before he bought it, white guy. Before he made it Wellington's? Yes. Um, did it start with an M? No. A uh, C? Um, it's like a play on the comedy cellar. Oh, I can't remember. The comedy shack. Oh, yes! <laughs> and funny. then he made it Wellington's. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. Why does Chris Rock get punched in the face at the bodega? Because he was singing the (laughs) N-word loudly and proudly. Correctly. Or correct. How does Chris Rock know he's a black man again? Because he calls for a cab and no one will That's stop. right. You nailed it. <laughs> it's so bad. That's my trivia question. Thank you. You did so good. Thanks. I love this movie, man. Fucking love this movie. So I don't much. know that we're going to find a which down to earth character are you. Maybe. I think maybe we should try a which Chris Rock character. Yeah. Let's see. This one's kind of funny. Chris Rock or Chris Hemsworth. Which famous Chris are you? I saw that. <laughs> yeah, let's do that one. Okay. I'll give you the quiz first because you've been giving okay. me the quiz. And first. this is from Brainfall. I think it's user generated, so it should be pretty good. Okay. Pick your favorite name that's not Chris. James, Owen, Kim, Marty, or Johnny? Marty. Marty. We love a Marty. Marty's good. What if it gave us, like, the answer right away? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you a fan of Star Trek? It's one of my favorite franchises. I have seen it. I've seen maybe one movie, but that's about it. I'm more of a fan of planets like Nowhere and Vormir. No, I'm more of a comedy fan, or the space I prefer has to do with infinity and beyond. Interesting answers. Um, what was the second to last one? No, I'm more of a comedy fan. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's going to be me too. How did you come to prominence? Mm. Goofing around in a comedy spoof <laughs> movie as a teenage high school. Oh my God. <laughs> what could that one be? Showing up in a handful of TV shows and then in a Disney movie. On the stand-up scene and then in small parts in comedy movies. On a TV show set in a small Indiana town. Or as a regular on a TV series in my home country. That one, I guess. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> what? The Indiana town? I'm very confused by all of this. And I'm like, I guess I don't know shit about Chris Hemsworth. Me neither. What's your favorite song? Down Under by Men at Work. <sighs> this is so, <laughs> like, so, so stereotypical, dude. Unbelievable by Notorious B.I.G. Oh Shipping Up to Boston by Dropkick Murphys. California Dreaming by the Mamas and Papas, or Sunny in Seattle by Blake Shelton. Oh my god. <laughs> These are bad I'm options. I'm going to Unbelievable by Biggie. <laughs> Unbelievably bad options, baby. Okay. 
Like, what's going on? I was just like, it takes a while to load, and for some reason, okay. me shaking it felt Shay better. was very precisely sketch. moving her phone in a way that I was like, what is this doing? Like, what, are you, <laughs> what part of the test is this? Growing up, what was your favorite teen show? This will be fun. DOC. I enjoyed foreign shows the most. I just liked watching Lindsay Lohan movies. <laughs> they didn't really have those when I grow up. Or, I liked failed ones that just didn't last long time, such as Opposite Sex. And Lindsay Lohan movies. That's a, I was a, I'm like, I was, foreign shows. I liked me. Laguna Beach, but that wasn't an option. Me too. Which of these would most improve your life? Saving more money, learning a new skill, taking a trip, learning a new language, or using AI to do my homework for me? Okay. I'm going to go with learning a new language. <clears throat> Gorgeous. Which language do you want to learn? Oh. Spanish, French, Italian, or Mandarin? Uh, Spanish is an option. I need to learn Spanish. It's embarrassing. I do too. I know. I'm embarrassed that I don't know Spanish. Mm-hmm. Truly. What is holding you back from your dreams? Nothing. I'm free. My back pain. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> or I just don't have enough time. Dot, dot, dot. Okay. I guess I don't have enough time for all my dreams. My back. My back like, I hate that that's like, mine. I know that one. I like I'm like between the free and the ouch. But anyway. <laughs> she was the superhero. Gamora, Wonder Woman, Captain Carter, Jane Foster slash Mighty Thor, or I'm a big fan of the lady who plays Ahsoka Tano in Star Wars. Hmm. I'll do Gamora because I've heard of her. <laughs> Hell yeah. Choose the best name for a police officer, spy intelligence officer. Okay. <laughs> Lee Butters. Wait, sorry, what? <laughs> Choose the best name for a police officer slash spy slash intelligence officer. And the first one was Lee Butters? <laughs> okay. Paul Diskant, Jack Ryan, Roman Duda, or Mitch Nelson. <laughs> I like the Butters one, though. It's perfect. I'm going with Roman Duda. Roman <laughs> Duda. Officer Duda. Duda we day. meet again. We meet again. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. Okay. Duda and I. Pick your favorite co-star. You're going to love this one. Jeff Bridges. Uh-huh. Aubrey Plaza in a starring role. Okay. Aubrey Plaza in a supporting role. Okay. Melissa McCarthy or Renee Zellweger. So random. I'll do Aubrey Plaza in a, in a lead role, please. For 500, Alex? Yes. <clears throat> do you have any interest in directing? I'm hoping to in the very soon future. That one. <laughs> Say no more. And I think there's the last one. Yeah. Describe a wild plot that you're kind of interested in. Mm. A satire where the main character isn't able to really be understood by the audience, but is a ladies' man that the characters in the movie have no problem hearing. Two, a video... <laughs> very long. <laughs> Two, a video booth transports two guys into an alternate universe from a porno movie. Three, there's a mole in the black, Men in Black organization that needs to be dealt with. Four, a blind man has to navigate the cultural differences in dating an Indian woman. Or five, high schoolers break into the Princeton Testing Center to steal the answer to the SATs. Are these all real movie plots? If the blind man seeking like the Indian woman is real... Is it just the last one? Is the plot of a perfect score? Yeah. Okay. I think they're I'm all gonna- real. I'm going to go with the mole and men in black. That's cool. Okay, let's see who you are. <laughs> I think I know. Chris am I? If you're Hemsworth, I will laugh. I <laughs> highly fucking doubt it. I'm very interested in how they're scoring these. This because... is taking a while. Yeah, because your fucking test doesn't even make sense. I know. Like, I don't see where this is going. Click to get your result. Oh, no. It's doing oh, an email no. thing. We have to do it. I know. Choose a burner. Hide my email. <laughs> oh, check your email for a link to your t- customized result. Oh, no. Did it send We've in my... been swindled. You know what? I will give it to you. Chris <laughs> Rock. <laughs> Thank you. Chris Rock, baby. Okay. let's. You need to answer the questions, too, and then I'll give you a random answer. <laughs> All right. Pick your favorite name that's not Chris. James, Owen, Kim, Marty, Johnny. Johnny, because I'm always like, that's it, Johnny, for, like, no reason. I don't know anyone named Johnny. Okay, are you a fan of Star Trek? It's one of my favorite franchises. I've seen maybe one movie, but that's about it. I'm more of a fan of planets like Nowhere and Vormir. 
No, I'm more of a comedy fan. Or the space I prefer has to do with infinity and beyond. No, I'm more of a comedy fan. Yeah. Because it's like either or in this house. How did you come to prominence? Goofing around in a comedy spoof movie as a teenage high school prom king. Showing up in a handful of TV shows and then in a Disney movie. On the stand-up scene and then in small parts in comedy movies. On a TV show set in a small Indiana town. Or as a regular on a TV series in my home country. I would go the stand-up route, I suppose. Love it. The other ones just don't really make sense for me. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite song? Down Under by Men at Work, Unbelievable by Biggie, Shipping Up to Boston by Dropkick Murphys, California Dreamin' by The Mamas and the Papas, or Sunny in Seattle by Blake Shelton. I fucking love California Dreamin' by The Mamas and Papas. Love. Shout out to Mama. Love her. Yes. Bad bitch. Growing up, what was your favorite teen show? The OC? I enjoyed foreign shows the most. I just liked watching Lindsay Lohan movies. They didn't really have those when I grew up. Or I like failed ones that just didn't last a long time, such as Opposite Sex. Lindsay Lohan movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're going to get the same score anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Which of these would most improve your life? Saving more money, learning a new skill, taking a trip, learning a new language, or using AI to do my homework for me? Definitely saving more money. I feel like that always helps. True. Although it's fucking hard to do right now. Lubricant. Yes, everything's massively expensive, so God help us all. Really, though. What is holding you back from your dreams? Nothing, I'm free. My back pain, out. (laughs) I just don't have enough time. You know what? Even my back pain doesn't hold me away from my dreams. Okay. So I will say, nothing, I'm free. I'm free. But I do have major back and neck pain. You're like, but it do be getting in the way. It do be getting hurtful sometimes. Choose a superhero. Gamora, Wonder Woman, Captain Carter, Jane Foster slash Mighty Thor. I'm a big fan of the lady who plays Ahsoka Tana in Star Wars. I would also have to go with Gamora because she's like the only yeah, one that I've really watched cool enough. Lady, right? Okay, choose the best name for a police officer slash spy slash intelligence <laughs> officer. Go. Lee Butters, Paul Descant, Jack Ryan, Roman Duda, or Mitch <laughs> Nelson. I love the Butters. I just think it's... Lee Butters. I think it makes Lee Butters, baby. Okay, pick your favorite co-star. Jeff Bridges, Aubrey Plaza as a star, Aubrey Plaza supporting, Melissa McCarthy or Renee Zellweger. How old is this person in these clothes? This is very strange. I know. It's very odd. Mm. I mean, Jeff Bridges is iconic. He is great. I would have to say him, probably. Okay, do you have any interest in directing? I'm hoping to in the very soon future. I did in the past, but haven't recently. I directed myself and others a few times. Not yet, but maybe someday. I have directed myself and others a few times directing music videos. Perfect. I have directed two, baby. And they're great. Thank you. Describe a wild plot that you're kind of interested in. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) A satire where the main character isn't able to really be understood by the audience, but is a ladies' man that the characters in the movie have no problem hearing. Hmm. Hmm. A video booth transport two guys into an alternate universe from a porno movie. There's a mole in the Men in Black organization that needs to be dealt with. A blind man has to navigate the cultural differences in dating an Indian woman. Or high schoolers break into the Princeton Testing Center to steal the answers to the SATs. I haven't seen that movie, but I want to. I remember really liking it. I it feel like I would like it. Movie. Yeah, I'll I'll go with that one. Okay. All right, almost done. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not gonna work anymore. I know. But you can give me what you think I should get. Okay. <laughs> I think you're <laughs> Chris Rock. Woo! We're both Chris Rock. We Happy holiday. Um, we'll not be using brain fall again. That's no, we have to remember that because yeah. that shit soaked. No, thank you. But uh, glad to know because Chris Hemsworth, chill and everything, but I've never been attracted to him or his brothers. Yeah, so Hemsworths don't do much for me. They don't do anything for me, but Chris Rock does. Does the thing. Hardcore for the last, mm, I don't know, like almost 30 years. So Wow, really yeah. been putting it down, putting the work in. You already know. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Yeah, it's another episode in the books. And next month we're gonna have we're gonna switch it up. Oh yeah, It'll be a whole different theme. Next month we're doing so. Last month or last month, last year we did um, Mind Fuck February, 
And I think that's what we're doing again this year. Yeah, we're going to do it again. We don't have our lineup quite hammered out at the time of this recording, but we're going to have a great lineup for you. We always do. We, I mean, let's be so fucking for real. We always do. Okay. So prepare those little minds to be blown. We'll let y'all know. The first episode, you won't know ahead of time. The other ones, you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first one will be a surprise, but we love you all so very much. Thank you for sticking with us during this transformation month. And hey, um, if you haven't done anything, if you haven't made big moves this month to transform your whole life, that's fucking cool. And that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Just body swap someone. It's a lot faster. Literally. (laughs) As we've seen in all of these fucking movies. It's a nice little shortcut. But... If you don't get to do that, just know you're perfect the way you are. And we love you. And every single And what makes you... Wait, what's... Beautiful by Christina Aguilar. Oh, yes! Oh, wow. No, it's just that I couldn't hear you. That's it. And also, <laughs> what makes you different <laughs> makes you beautiful. Anyways. We love you so much. We love you so much. Have a lovely rest of your day and week and weekend, and we will see you guys next time. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening. Shout out to I Have No Mouth for our delightful theme song and Whitney Vertucci for our beautiful podcast art. And all of this couldn't be possible without our amazing producer, Anthony, a.k.a. DJ Munchausen. If you have questions for us or would like to advertise with us, please email us at blockbusterwives at gmail.com and please join our Patreon for exclusive bonus content. As always, please rate, subscribe, and tell all your friends about us. We love you. All I feel is pain. All I feel is rain. How can I maintain? What? that shit on my brain. What? I resort to violence. What? My niggas moving silent. What? You don't know what I style. What? You don't think it's the wildest. What? My niggas are